New wave, new week, new episode. This is your girl, Amazing J. And I am Spud. And you are listening to Culture and Things, the podcast. Season two. So sit back, relax, and turn it up, because we got shit to talk about. Yep. Pull, pull up in the school, they like, who that? Flex up with my bro, they be like, who that? Looking at the sun, they be like, who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? I'm the motherfucking juice. Who, who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? I'm Podcast. I am your host, Spud. And I'm Amazing Jay. And this episode, we're going to talk about the 6ix9ine documentary that aired on Hulu. Uh, we're going to get into some details on that and get our views on it. So we'll talk about that later on in the episode. Speaking of our views, everybody been weighing in on Kevin Hart's new special that he dropped on Netflix called Zero Fucks Given. Or is it, or is, did he really say fucks or, because I know fucks was like kind of blurred out. It's still fucks. It's still fucks. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. What did you think of that, of the document, of, well, not documentary. I keep saying documentary. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. say a documentary at the wrong time. <laughs> um, Of the special? Yeah. I don't think it was trash, but it wasn't one of his top specials mm-hmm. to me. It was cool. I It has some funny moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it was trash, but. You know, everybody else does, apparently. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I guess because people hold him at that magnitude of, oh, this Kevin Hart, he got to be funny. It's like, y'all, listen, this man had, what, 10? Was it 10 specials or five or six specials? It's a lot of specials. Yeah, it was a lot. Like, over a 10-year span. So, he's at that point now to where he's at the top of his game and... Now it's just like, yo, I'm I'm doing what makes me happy, just like Andre 3000. You know what I'm saying? So he held it in his living room. He had on a pajama jam suit, and he, he was comfortable, man. He he had fun, and of course, he stated in the in the in the special that him being at the top is making people come after him in not a good way and sure as shit right after that special aired people on the internet going in on him for calling his daughter a hoe and i mean hey listen i as the daughter do you think that was kind of too far i think i would assume that he would have had that conversation with her prior to putting it out Mm -hmm. um just like i'm assuming he had that conversation with his wife and his ex-wife you know, when you're going to talk about them in a special. I don't know. I don't think that she would take it to heart. I mean, her her, her dad's Kevin Hart. Like, he's right. a comedian. I took it more so not him saying she a hoe. She just had a, a hoe moment. Or, you know, she showed a little hoe tendency. Right. But I also, he a comedian. So, exactly. I take it as with a grain of salt. Like, I mean, comedians, like, like they say comedians back in the day, People weren't as sensitive as they as they are now, you know. In the world of social media, every you are held to a different standard, you know. Even though you may cracking a joke, everybody, somebody out there gonna get offended, right? But back in the day, when they used to say offensive stuff, you would you would hype about your or grope about your your you being offended to your people to your friends. Right. And now, now you, got, you got the internet and people feel like that's their personal diary and we all need to know what you're offended about. And then you get a bunch of yes men who feel the same way and that's I mean, what leads I mean, to like, a public look apology. at all these him like Kevin Hart for example. We had this whole big thing about him hosting what was it, the Oscars or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The Emmys or whatever it was. And y'all brought up tweets from years ago. Like who goes, Oh, you about to do something? Let me go look up some year, 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 years back in your tweets and see if you said something offensive. Where it was a different time back then. So like, who keeps track of that? Like, to somebody be like, who oh, is yeah, bored I remember and have Kevin Hart shit said to do. This. No, they don't remember. They literally, somebody is going back in their feed. Years of tweets. They just mm-hmm. did it to JT. Who? JT from City Girls. They went back and found some tweets and she said something about dark skinned girls. Like, she's not dark skinned. Like, 
and you know if she didn't mean it in no type of what way. What did she say? Um, don't remember. Oh. It wasn't enough for me to, to keep it, but it's just like people are offended and they gonna stay offended. So I don't really know what you're supposed to do with it. Right. And speaking of offensive, some news posted Kevin Hart slam for dressing newborn in profanity laced outfit. Fans suggested suggest child services will be calling if he doesn't take the shirt off. Oh, yeah, that too. Like, what the fuck? His <laughs> baby had on a onesie to promote his special. Right. And y'all called Child Protective Services. If I was Child Protective Services, I'd be coming to lock your ass up for wasting our time. And so this is what he had to say about it. He said, this is the world we are currently living in. Shit is funny and sad at the same time. Y'all motherfuckers need to grow up and get a hobby. What's happening out here? Once again, I could give zero fucks. Now go watch my special on Netflix, Zero Fucks Given. Stupidity at the highest level. Comedic rock star. This is why my mindset is what it is in my comedy special. As said in Zero Fucks Given. Y'all are the feds. Like... Who the fuck? Who has the time of day to just be like, oh, he got this shirt on. Let's call Child Protective Services. It's plenty of like edgy kid shirts or baby shirts out there that y'all go and buy these kids. But because it don't have profanity in it, it's okay. Like people I found those JT tweets, by the way. Okay, what is that? Well, actually, this ain't even a dark skin one, but I read these. She said, uh, I really wish... R. Kelly was here with me right now. I know he would get me right. And it's at the end of the day, Future got a thousand kids to worry about. Fuck Russell and that punk asshole. What? Regine had has me blocked on here from a long time ago. I, I didn't give that fat corny hoe a break. <laughs> T.I. entire relationship is pure. She's not even pretty, but because he loves her, make her beautiful. Damn. <laughs> Whoa! What, what, 2011. What is up with everybody going so far back? Like that's when the Kevin Hart. Well, 2011 through 2017 is when they pulled it up. She had posted an old picture of her on Instagram and was like, "All oh, my old tweets fitting in that purse." And it's like this huge purse. And she said, "Nah, all jokes aside, stop searching them tweets because I don't feel like slapping a bitch back into the same year I was talking about them in." Somebody was like, "If y'all don't know." That girl, JT, please leave her alone because she going to back your ass up her mouth. MVP with the rank session. And she's like laughing my ass off. No, seriously, I changed. People got too much fucking time on their hands. So let's get right into the music. My boy, Boosie. We reported that he had got shot uh, last episode. That didn't slow that paper down. Boosie was back out there. In the wheelchair <laughs> with the leg propped up under a pillow no fucks given or my bad zero fucks given as kevin hart should say and that didn't stop him also he got some major moves going on today uh, let's just roll camera all right no. i got some of the best smelling shit you ever saw in your motherfucking life and to my spray this shit on a, a motherfucking bad bad past me they be like "Ooh, yeah man i got some good smelling shit and i'm proud of my proud of everybody who didn't Supported my product like Boosie, man. This shit smell good. Women can't keep their hands off me. www.boosiecologne.com. Get the cologne and the perfume. www.boosiecologne.com. And you're going to see exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Give, give, give this shit a chance like you give everything else a chance. My shit smell good, man. It's my own shit and it smell damn good. Check it out. It's cologne. Yeah, he got cologne and perfume line dropping. Uh, I'm be honest, I I want to try it. I want. I'm intrigued to know what that would smell like. I definitely want to try it. I, I'm I gonna have to look smell like weed and gunpowder. We'll All see. right, there you go. There's just <laughs> we'll there see. We go. You know what I'm saying? See what boost badass. Got. That was wow. Okay, okay. Wow. I'm offended. You'll be all right. Hey, speaking of music, we we broke that story on uh Queen Naja album. Mm-hmm. And I was right. They definitely fucking still. So. Who? And that nigga Clarence. Who's who? Who said they was broke up? What are you talking about? Wait, what? What do you mean you were right? You right about what? They're in a relationship. Clarence. Yes. You're talking. You may be thinking about her ex husband Chris. 
Oh, that's who it is? Yeah, she's oh. in a relationship with Clarence. See, that's what I'm saying. Oh, but anyway. He thought he had a stuff. I thought I had <laughs> He was dropping microphone on y'all. Hey, I was like, it. what are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, she's still weird. I guess the son name is Legend. That's the youngest son. It's her and Clarence's son. Yeah. Right. He got his own page and it said, I'm starting to wonder if my dad is Asian. Mm-hmm. didn't understand why that was a thing so she ran on there and wrote my son isn't changing his caption if, if he thinks he look asian then that's his opinion stop being upset about everything he hasn't said anything wrong and clarence wrote under there saying me too my boy me too how old is this fucking kid he's like two or three so so she wrote it <laughs> I, yeah i saw that too because he because clarence actually went back and was like i ain't you know my son could Correct, like that. Exactly, <laughs> like what the fuck? I don't. And that she was... went up back on and said, "Yeah, he wrote it himself. You know, he's 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 a genius." It was weird. It was weird. That These was... fucking YouTubers, man. I, like hey, once you a YouTuber, you can never leave that personality. Like, and that's what I asked. I'm like, how the old is this fucking kid? Like, what do you mean you think your dad is Asian? Yeah, because at first I thought it was the other kid, but the other kid's named CJ. He's a junior, so it wasn't him. So. Legend is the youngest, and he's young. He's like two or three, I think. He looked like it. He looked like he don't know what the hell going on. How to navigate through Instagram? Yeah, why would he? He's and if three. he do, it's a shame because again, this dude look like he still shits himself. Also, and I think I just want to post this to the page because like Boosie been cutting up in his fucking wheelchair. <laughs> so he just ordered a new wheelchair because at first he was in the manual wheelchair well they upgraded it to an electric wheelchair and this is what he had to say about it (laughs) did he say st louis it sounded like it I had to start calling him Boosie Hawkins now that he got this wheelchair upgrade. Okay, so we're talking about music. Mm-hmm. Not really music related, but they're musicians. Uh, Casanova has been indicted on racketeering charges. Uh, he recorded himself before he turned himself in. That's what he had to say. As you already know, fighting serious charges right now. But um, I'm innocent. That's one. Two, I've been fighting my whole life, so I'll get through this. Just how they can get you jammed up. You don't know nobody. You ain't got nothing to do with nothing. They still get you jammed up. Rappers, we are a target. Just be careful out there. Watch who you associate with. Watch who people bring you around. I'll see y'all soon. God willing. So he is charged with connections to the untouchable Gorilla Stone Nation Gang racketeering case. Okay, all right, man. So let's follow that. What? Ooh, we look what that money make a bitch do. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that really tickled him. Um, G Herbo also turned himself in, but he uh, he was already out the next day. Uh, right, putting up Christmas trees. Yeah, putting up Christmas trees <laughs> for fraud in New Jersey. They uh, not for fraud. That boy ran up a million dollars on. It's fraud. I know, but I'm just saying. He's just trying to make it seem like he stole my idea. That nigga racked up a million, a million dollars. Oh, uh, what you say? Exotic purchases and shit. Yeah, him. It, it wasn't just him. It's him, his team, his manager. So was that like they was giving out like advice? Like what? If, I don't, I'm confused on what uh, exotic means in that. I did he buy a car? It was like uh, more than a million for private jets, Jamaican villa, and more in federal fraud case gotcha well speaking of jail time uh t grizzly mama just got out so that's i wonder if they can be around each other i wouldn't be around each other well because well i guess it depends on if he considered a felon or not you brought up t grizzly his brother baby grizzly just signed a record deal to who i don't know they look alike too like i thought they was twins why is his name baby grizzly is he is he smaller no probably his little brother but yeah i i I thought that he signed was, it with 300 Entertainment. 300. 
Is that Chief Keith? Is that or no? I'm about to look my research up. See what that is. I heard that number. Oh, uh, his mama was there, so I've said can be around each other. She was there at the signing. Oh, cool. Speaking of other rap, NBA YoungBoy was delivering words of wisdom to he, to who himself. No, it was, I think it was his nephew or brother. And this is what he had to say. Who the fuck ever said that fighting make you a man? Like, bitch, it take a man for the kill somebody. Fighting don't make you no fucking man, you dumb bitch. <laughs> what? Hey, that dude can turn up in two seconds. Like, the escalation in that in that conversation. You got it, like, backwards, though. You rather kill some... Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, I don't think we covered that Meg story either about her making GQ magazine. She made GQ magazine for what? So, Meg Thee Stallion was GQ magazine's uh, rapper of the year. Yeah, so congratulations to Meg, man. Okay, Meg. Dropping the album. Real hot girl shit. I know you're doing ad libs and shit. It's my girl. I love me. All right, so she went on her social media to give thanks. Her album is dope. It was, actually. It was. I think my favorite song on there, and it's not Body. I love Cry Baby featuring the baby. I don't know. I think maybe because they say my name in it. I'll be like, hey, but it's dope. Good album. All right. So, and you actually shared this onto your IG story that I seen uh, that she had posted saying that uh, the Stallion charts eight songs on this week's Hot 100. So, at number 12 was Body. Number 23 was WAP. Number 62 was Don't Stop. 71 was Cry Baby. 80, Girls in the Hood. 82, Shots Fired. 92, Do It. What? Do it on the tip. Do it on the tip. And then ninety four circles. So Meg's finishing off twenty twenty strong. As she should. She had a rough year. You know she should. Well, not necessarily rough. She had a rough moment in the year. Um, but she's been thriving in her career, so she should. You know, I noticed that you said that I shared on my IG, which is I am underscore amazing J. Girl, get the fuck out of here. Follow your girl. You know, if you want some inspiration or spiritual motivation, so what I'm all about, you know, got to end this shit right. That was a segue, baby. You gave it to me. I had to take it. I had to take it. Moving on. Let's talk sports because let's do it. You were so adamant in the last episode about this basketball. Talk. So let's get into let's it. Let's get into it, baby. What do you want to talk about? Trades? What do you want to go? Well, first off, let's start. We'll say basketball because that's a big thing. What else got to talk about? We have to talk about this fight. Oh. Okay. We have to talk about. <laughs> do we have to? <laughs> we do. So everybody watched the Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. fight. Is that what uh, we calling it a fight? Uh, senior, senior, senior citizens edition. All right. I and seen I seen senior citizens in the streets fight more than they did. <laughs> it was more of a like hug. I ain't seen you in a while. Type they had situation. the uh, granddad and stink meter mean going around with them too, and they fought more on that mean. I was just gonna say who who was who in that because it was before you even get to the main event. Let's talk about the side. <laughs> The main event ain't had nothing on the on, on the the pre main event. The pre main event. My boy Nate Robinson and <sighs> Nate Nate is Nate. it is it Jack? I mean Jake. Was it Jake Paul? Yes, yeah, Jake Paul. Because Logan got a fight coming up too. So Jake Paul and uh, Nate Robinson was scheduled to go eight rounds, I believe. They made or was it three. It six? No, I, no. Okay, so let's talk about that. It. Let's talk about that because I could have sworn it said eight at first, and I think when it, it started, was they was like, "Yeah, we gonna act like they ain't seated, and we gonna mark it down to like, six. It was switching the whole time, even on Roy Jones and them fight. They, I, I don't know, forth. like the production, like was it had nice. a whole different name right there. I'm like, yo, that that literally says somebody else's name. <laughs> Is this? I think somebody got fired, and night. that just led to believe that it was a big ripoff, man. Like Mike Tyson needed some money, and he Is it Mike Roy. No, I'm pretty sure it was Mike Tyson that needed Whoa. the cash because it was his idea. He about to do another. So listen, y'all. Nate Robinson, bless his heart. Okay, scheduled for six or eight, <laughs> and uh, that came to a screeching halt. And midway through the second round, Nate was very aggressive. Jake was very inexperienced. 
And those two combinations led to a knockout. So Nate instantly, once he got hit the first time, instantly tried to turn it into a street fight. Like he was like bum rushing him. I just kind of feel like he didn't know this fight was happening. They called him from the crowd to get up there. Like there was no preparation. The one that called him out is the sad part. It just felt like it was no preparation for this fight. He had the right stance. He didn't know how to defend. It was. I, it felt really bad. It was it was crazy. It was horrible. But yeah, so with the fight, I felt like everybody's betting on this fight. You know, you got Mike Tyson, Roy Jones. So the bets are off the meter. And for it to be a draw, I just felt like Mike Tyson planned this to be a draw so he can walk away with a big cash out. I don't like how you putting all this on Mike Tyson like you, like Roy ain't had nothing to do Who with it. Who the hell? First off. Roy was just there, okay? Because he was you hugging. don't know. They he was hugging it out the whole round. Each round, he made sure he gave him 10 You hoops. don't know. You just want to make uh, Mike Tyson. did. You don't know they could have thought of that together. It was they him. both got paid, though. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Speaking of pay, we haven't confirmed, but everybody kept saying that Nate Robinson and them only got like $60. And I'm like, I'm pretty they sure. Got, no, they got 60000 Six hundred thousand. I so I seen one that was six hundred thousand, and I seen one that was sixty dollars. I'm like, I know they ain't fucking. They ain't getting no damn sixty dollars. They definitely got it. It was between sixty to sixty six hundred thousand. Everybody kept doing this uh, Nate Robinson challenge on the internet after the knockout. So even the baby was in the studio with Jake Paul doing the Nate Robinson challenge. So hopefully he's able to come back from that because he did say that he was coming back to box. Uh, so we look forward to seeing what uh nate robinson have to offer once he get a little bit more trained and people was trying to get on floyd's case about it so floyd actually made a instagram post saying nate i'm proud of you and i will always stand behind you all my brothers i would never kick my brothers when he's down it's okay for people to voice their opinions on social media but no black athletes our black entertainers, especially black NBA players, should make a mockery out of you. We are supposed to all stand with each other through the good, bad, and ugly. I'm here to uplift you and let you know we all love you and congratulate you for just making an effort. Side note, the times I've had issues with another brother is when they came at me first. I was just defending myself. And then he also, I guess people was in the comments saying you should have trained him. I was just going to say that. (laughs) literally just for the common mouth yeah he he went in there and said for those who are commenting on me training him i did offer to train him so maybe when he get back out there for round two he's gonna uh nate boy nate is not (laughs) yet come back i mean he he said he was he said he was he went on there and made a statement and said that he was uh that when he used the pops Pitching. Yeah, talking about son, uh, put the gun down, son, and get knocked out like your father used to. Is that him telling it to his son? <laughs> so hey, we'll see, man. And uh, speaking of boxing, man, hey, it's official. We reported on it last time, and now they made it official. Floyd Mayweather will be fighting Jake Paul, brother Logan Paul, in a exhibition fight, uh, February twentieth, two thousand and twenty-one. So. <sighs> So yeah, I'm gonna waste my money again because I'm gonna see that. But it's like that. it's weird because so I said I was gonna watch it only if it's coming on like like regular pay per view, which I don't think it won't. I mean, I don't think they will I mean, not yeah, have it on there. Cause uh, one Mike Tyson thing on regular pay per view, right? But with Floyd, it's different because he's promoting this uh Famio app. So I guess it's so it's an app service where you can go in there and have like not FaceTime, but video chats with celebrities. So a couple of celebrities that was on there, Fat Joe was on it, Paul Wesley from the Vampire Diaries. He's on there. Ashley Green is on there as well, which you from probably t- you probably would have wanted to see that. But yeah, she's from Twilight. Yeah. So had a, had a moment. they having a it's like an early bird packaging. Right now, so it's like twenty five dollars. So you saying we may have to get this app to to watch the fight? I mean, it's not confirmed. I feel like if for a bigger payout, they'll have it on like all normal things. Yeah, but right now, because you trying to watch it on your TV. 
Right. So if you get it now, it's twenty five dollars. Uh, after one million sold, it go up to forty dollars. Starting December twenty ninth. Huh? Or like no, this just is the pay per view. This is the pay per view fight. This is the pricing. So the pricing is right now they're doing an early bird pricing where you get twenty five dollars uh for the first one million pay per view sold, and then after a million people buy the early the early pricing, then it go up to forty dollars, and then start December twenty ninth, it's fifty nine ninety nine, and then if you wait until February the eleventh. It's seventy dollars. So I feel like a lot of people are going to be paying that seventy dollars if it come out to saying you can only get it through the app. Because who the fuck finna buy it right now when they like I'm not buying that. I'ma just wait until it come on the app. I'm sure they're gonna wait until around January, February to say, hey, this is only through there. If it's only through there, so we'll see. I don't like that though. I don't like the fact that I gotta buy an app for something that I'm not gonna use again. Maybe you wanna, you know, talk to a celebrity one day you know no well let's get into a uh basketball is my favorite story i like the way they dribble up and down the court hey look at this what jake came out to but he came out with the bow wow version <laughs> straight trolling <laughs> i wanted him to come when he capped out i was like i hope he get his ass beat and that did not happen <laughs> i mean listen but the punch was a lucky knockout punch like he had his head down Thrilled. swinging he was beating Nate ass. The no, Nate was winning. When you look at the punches thrown and landed, Nate had more landed punches on the court. He just got knocked out. His face said otherwise. Hey, listen, he was heavy. He looked like Martin. <laughs> <laughs> that episode, his face all beat up. Hey, you know they they. You know they was on their ass with the memes. So let's get into basketball, man. What's you, up? Let's okay. Let's get into it. They been it's been some trades going on. Okay. You know, uh, biggest trade. Russell Westbrook is no longer with the Rockets. He is now with the Washington Wizards. They traded John Wall. I know, right? Like, and what? I'm excited about it. Really? They needed to break that. They been needed to break up that Wizards team. They had all this star power and it was getting them nowhere. So now I'm excited to see a Wizards game, to see their interactions, to see how Bill is going to play with Russell and see where we go. So I'm excited about it. And there um, you go. What? You got, because didn't you say John Wall went to Houston in the trade? Like, it was just like a swap out? It was just a swap out. So. But it's been rumors. They started practice. They mm-hmm. they had uh, posted uh, pictures of Wall practicing. Harden was not there. So, it's been rumors that Harden is still once out of Houston. Yeah, I bet. So, one of her job feelings. No disrespect to Harden, but he ain't going to get no championship. No, he's definitely going to get a championship because he's going to leave. Here's the thing. He turned down $50 million Yeah, I was going to get on year. that. He turned down the max deal. That means that when somebody turned that down, they ready to go. Yeah, like at that point, it's like, yo, it ain't the money. It's, I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah. So, hey, man, listen. He had his run with Cleveland, man. He had... Cleveland? I mean, with... uh. Not Cleveland. Houston? Yeah, Houston. But we're going to get on Cleveland, too, because then you say Tristan got traded? Yep, I was, that was my next thing. That was another big trade. Uh, Tristan Thomas, Thompson, Thomas, Thompson <laughs> got, uh, he has gone from Cleveland, and he is with the Celtics. I am excited as shit for that. Like, listen. Because they also, and Hayward is gone from the Celtics. I yeah. forgot where he went. Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward and is gone. I'm excited because listen, I rock with Boston, man. Like no lie, my teams is the Pacers number one and forever. If they let the fans in the stadium this season, I will be at a game. I will be at a game. So you got the Pacers, the Knicks. I like. I'm not like a diehard Knicks fan, but I was a Knicks fan when they had Nate Robinson. I mean, not Nate Robinson, uh, J.R. Smith, Shumpert, and Mello. That was my Knicks era, you know. So they, you know, saying I forever have a, a whole you know, space in my heart for the Knicks. But Boston, man, like Tatum, uh, Jalen, like all of them, man, like the Boston, that's who I play with on 2K. If I'm not on the Pacers, I'm on the Knicks. Yeah, so Gordon Hayward went to uh, Charlotte. He went to the Hornets. Okay. What's going on Chris Paul? Is he still in New Orleans? He or was, was it New Orleans? No, they or? traded him. Uh, he was with uh, the Thunder. He was with, okay, see. Right. And they traded him. Okay, there we go. 
Cause I yeah, cause they was trying to get him out that contract, and he was like, "For what?" Cause I I remember I remember uh, saying that a while back. But um, who also went to Houston was Demarcus Cousins, and uh, they were talking about how John and uh, John Wall and Demarcus Cousins was excited to reunite because they right. they played on and, Kentucky together. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that happened. Of course, LeBron and AD re-signed with the Lakers. Two-year deal for LeBron. Yeah, and and AD got a max deal. Oh, did he? Yeah. Also, what happened, LeBron will not be number 23 next season. He's giving that to AD. But yeah. you know what? He said it. That, remember when he, when he was trying to get AD to come over there the first time, he was going to rock... Uh, He's supposed to be bringing back the six. He will be in the six next season. Yeah, he was supposed to be bringing back the six. On his Insta story, he wrote, it was a picture of him and AD, AD and the 23, him and the six. And he he put hashtag 23 going to look a little different this year. And we got this, guys. Hashtag number six. He's all right. Laugh out loud. Next season. But that's tough. And I stink. Whatever it means. But. I can't wait, baby. Y'all remember what happened with LeBron put on that number six, baby. Back to back, baby. I can't wait. I'm excited about this basketball season, man. I felt it was kind of weird with the whole bubble situation and then the big long break. I wasn't really able to watch it how I normally would watch it, but I'm definitely buying the NBA package and I will be tuning in because we back, baby. Also, speaking of back, they're going to be rolling them backwards this season because apparently the NBA Uh, will not be tested for marijuana. Yeah, I was going to let y'all know that. Hey. <laughs> Your boy, hey, listen. Earl is gonna be high as a kite out there legally this time. <laughs> Jr. <Jay-R. laughs> hey, he was the first meme I seen when that came out. <laughs> so, hey, man, listen. It's gonna be Got an interesting backwood in one hand, handy bottle in the other. <laughs> no shirt. So, no matter what team he on. <laughs> so, I'm excited about this, man. Uh, All right. So, with the Lakers, though, uh, they was going in on uh. What's that boy name? The Lakers was going in on somebody. What's his name? Big, big, uh, big guy. I can't think of his name. This you said big guy. Yeah, he was a center. What's his name? Is he playing currently? What's his name? You know what team? He the Lakers. Yeah, did they Anthony Davis? No, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis not a center. Yeah, he was. He didn't play center. I know they had uh Dwight Howard. There, there it is. Thank you. Dwight Howard. Laker Nation went in on him because he was like he not gonna leave and then he left. <laughs> Which I don't really think is a big deal, but he out of there. Hey, man, listen, once you cross him, you cross him. You know what I'm saying? I think he went to 76ers. Really? Yeah, he did go to 76ers. Oh, so he must be on the bench then because they got Embiid. That's what I'm saying. I don't even understand. Unless they move Embiid down from center. Because Embiid, he has been working on that three-point. So maybe they We'll see how next year going to go. Are they starting for Christmas? Like, are they going to be around for Christmas? Yes. Okay, cool. It will first game will start is starting this month, December. Yeah. So we'll I'm so excited to get like some sport in my life, rather You got football. I'm so excited to the only time I watch football is Super Bowl. And I don't even be watching for the game. I'll be watching to see. And I don't even be watch Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? We probably been boycotting that. Right. Yeah. I told you I was on this the only year that I'm actually gonna watch it. Cause, uh, well, no, I did watch team. Kansas City because it's that's the home that's our home team at this point. So and they they didn't disappoint. Yeah, they won. You know, they so, had me nervous. But. <laughs> Speaking of home team, that was a good segue. I'm glad you said that. Uh, first forty eight air twenty first season, I believe. Well, they into the season, but they aired. It probably was like a mid, yeah, like a mid season, like coming back. Yeah. Uh, St. Louis was on there, uh, representing the hometown, and they fucked up. <laughs> Big time, okay, big time. So apparently, the guy that they show uh, for Chuck, the victim, right, was not the right person. It was not the right picture. Yeah. So they, the man they showed is alive and well, and his yeah. family was not was not happy. Was not happy about that. So again, it happened. So they filmed it back in 2017, which we kind we knew that because you know because of our sources down into police department had already said that they was filming Mm -hmm. so i'm thinking it's gonna be more than one episode or yeah i think what they do is just from because i watch first 48 just for fun and i think they like follow the same cities majority of the season right um because previous seasons it was always like minnesota alabama they then like towards the end they start adding florida in there ohio was in there a few times so 
they normally like be in that city for a while. It'd be like a waste of their time to come all the way out here to do one episode. Right. Because so. some people saying it wasn't going to happen. Other people saying it was more. But I I'm surprised them. it took them long for them to come here. Cause yeah, but I mean, this is back in 2017. So I, I'm still surprised it took them. Because St. Louis has always been top of top of the list of dangerous cities. So with high crime rates, so I'm surprised it took them that long to come here. But I don't know if that should be something we should be celebrating. I'm never right. on first forty eight. <laughs> like, hey y'all, we uh, we made it. I do it was like I was I like stopped mid workout. Was like we on first forty eight, and I sat and watched it. I just wanted to see like what area is gonna be in if I recognize. If it's somebody I know, or if I was gonna recognize what the street they own and all it that stuff, it was boring too. It by was the way. boring. Uh, it was it was so boring. I know we shouldn't be saying that because it's about somebody. I, killed, I well, I don't want to say boring. I just feel like it's so many like, and it, it makes you sound crappy. Like interesting cases that have happened. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it makes you sound like, like, like damn, somebody died. You and I'm we not didn't get the no RIP to the man who died. But it wasn't the typical crime. It was literally like somebody playing with a gun and he got hit in crossfire. Right. Got hit from the gun going off in the apartment. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, it you wasn't know, like a, a normal. It wasn't like a drug or an argument happened. Like it wasn't those kind. It wasn't that kind of story. So it was an accident. Yeah, it was an accident. It kind of, I, I don't really notice them to ever put like an accident on there. It's always like the one I watched last night. This girl said met a dude on a bus and they set him up to get robbed. He got killed. Like it was something like that. Like it wasn't. It was literally. Um, and he had like mental. Like he had. Right, he had mental problem. Yeah. Like playing doing something with a gun. Like and they said he'd be in there playing with a gun all the time, shooting off in an apartment. And this happened to kill this man. Mm, 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 so yeah. We made first 48. But speaking of shows, Big Mouth came back, and I'm excited about that. It's a little weird. I mean, this season, granted, yeah, granted, we only like three episodes in. It's like going hard on the weirdness. Yeah, like it was a fucking, like, I think the second episode, she had her period, and a fucking pad soaked up all the water in the lake. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like it was just. So, it's just like still a good show though but i i, I had to ask the question i was like oh is this weird like this show is just it's it's and then like one of them i forgot his name came out he's bisexual and he's like like who what preteen dude like it's weird it's just weird it's, a, it's they had it then of course they put a transgender in there mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And they showed that they they touching on subjects, but it's just like a weird delivery message, a delivery method of how they touch on it. But I, I mean, I'm still watch show. It's a good show. Now, <laughs> another show that I just start watching was uh, Sneakerheads on Netflix. Uh, so I made it through like the first two episodes. Were you still so. watching it? You sleep. I was bored. I was like, I don't watch this. I didn't think that was something you'd be interested in, but it's a pretty good show. So I'm excited to see. Is it like a sitcom? Is it like a... No, it's a... Yeah, it's like a... It's like a scripted? Yeah, it's scripted. Okay. Uh, So I'm excited to see where it goes. And of course, it's starring King Batch. That's one of the main characters. So I'm excited to see what happens during the first season to see if I'll continue to watch it or not. Yeah, I know I am behind. But Love Country, Lovecraft Country on HBO... That's that that show. First of all, I can only watch it in the daytime because it's scared. That's the one. But it gets you thinking. Like like just the backstory of it. Uh-huh. Just to throw that in there. It gets you thinking. Just like the era because it's around segregation time and all this other stuff. It it gets you like gets you thinking. <laughs> Okay. Well, hey, I'm going to have to watch that. So let's go ahead and get into the topic of the day. Today, we're going to be talking about the, I don't even know the name of it. It's the 6ix9ine documentary that dropped on Hulu, uh, where it's basically going through the background of his rising and falling. Well, I won't really say falling, but it's basically how we got to 6ix9ine. So... All right, so yeah, so basically, it's about a documentary showing Six Nine and how he became Six Nine and the things that he used to do. The whole point of the documentary, in my opinion, was just showing that here we have a kid that's doing whatever it takes for clout, or 
is he a trendsetter find out next as we cover it let's go so they were saying in the you know growing up he was always you know doing like the the bold type text and things like that on the shirt uh which kind of drew attention to him but a couple of things that i did find out first off we had it to where we were so shocked that he snitched when when he first went down for the rape case he took a plea deal the first time and that's what caused the spark between him and trippy red when they got into it because you know trippy red had you know start disassociating itself with him and that's how they start beefing but fucking the dudes that like paid his bond didn't you say they paid like a hundred thousand dollars to get mm-hmm. him out of jail and like he just ghosted him i'm like there's no way i'm finna put a hundred bands down for somebody and so let's go back a little bit so it, it, it started out like and talk about his life how he how he grew up and mm-hmm. he had this group of friends and they used to do youtube videos all the time right and do like music videos and stuff and he used to do like explicit stuff with girls on on youtube mm-hmm. you know just provocative stuff and then he did a video or whatever with a girl and she was underage and that's how they got the rape case mm-hmm. so he went to jail he was in rikers for a few months i think right and then even with the plea deal he still went to jail and then uh they like you said his friends bailed him out and then that's how he ended up not being cool with them no more because he didn't pay them back so then that's how he got involved with the Trey Nine Bloods. Or but it's funny because it's two Trey Nine Bloods. Right. We it's found like that out. The originators and then it's this other dude, Shada, that like tried to fucking Suge Knight his way into he the picture. He definitely Suge Knight his way into the picture. <laughs> so the first Trey Nine Bloods he was with, I believe it's the real game. Right. You got the business people who, you know what I'm saying, that's who the first people was the band and that woman yeah but they still was associated with the gang but they was a business side because they were trying to make treyway exactly so somehow shada came in the mix i still understand how he got in the i don't know if i mixed it well no because he knew them he was in jail at first i believe and then okay he he knew them right so they took six nine like under his wing they was in his videos and all this stuff exactly that's when Um, he did gamo in front of they stoop and everything yeah and that's when and he was basically like he was living with them and he was with them all the time and then that's that took off and then shada was like light bulb let me get close to this little dude he did and like like you said suge knight his way into into being his manager and he left the original people he was with and went with that trey way right they were just doing stupid shit. Yeah, because, you know, and then he like fucking like all the stupid stuff that they was doing. Like, and this is another reason why I believe this is why he snitched. He wasn't about that life that he was portraying on the Internet, obviously, because, again, every incident that they show of Treyway doing something, 6 9 was just recording for, for view. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like when they did the robbery and shit. In broad he, daylight. He was in the car recording it. So he didn't participate in it. When um They beat up Trippy Red, he was involved with that. Right. Well, the only thing he did I think the only thing that Six Nine really did was he fought in at the airport. But like even with the shooting at the I think the Barkley Center or something. Yeah. They he was in the back. You could see him in the back, far away from everything. So it was just like he ain't put in. They no protected word. him, but they used yeah. his name. Exactly. But exactly. it was just weird. Like I never like I'm like I'm used to like ninety gangsters where you did some shit, you kept that shit on the hush. Exactly. Like these dudes was on Instagram, like I won't cause cause what happened was the original dude one one of the dudes that was in the original Trey Ray game the dude didn't Harf, like, or yeah I think that's his didn't name. like Shada and then Six Nine didn't like Six Nine because he separated himself mm-hmm. after they did all that they did I think he ended up getting a charge for for hitting somebody for right. beating up somebody for him so he he went on Instagram was like I won't smoke and then that's when a whole kidnapping thing happened right stupid and then I only did the kidnap happen y'all allow for his driver to track y'all down like follow y'all back to his house and then eventually you see they got out the car and like 
you know, chased them off, but you still was able to let this car track guy down to his house and then wherever y'all fucking like randomly dropped him off to. Yeah, yeah, I took him to his house to get the jewelry. It was just like, it was just like, what the fuck, what's going on? And then like the, the I mean, the driver snitched too, as he should have. Right. Because he was like, I'm just a driver. I don't know. I don't know what they doing. I'm just driving. Like, and, and that's his job. It's like, yo, I'm I'm just here driving. I'm doing my job. I don't know. But now he's going. an accessory and he was an immigrant. He was an alien, I think. So I don't think he was legal because he he went to ice but what's crazy was they had said i don't know if you peeped they had already had inside men in trailway because they said they phones is already tapped takashi wasn't the first person to turn they already had somebody he was just the the ice on the case right they had already had somebody in there during this investigation it's just six nine helped them speed it up right so somebody in the group is already snitching before you know, six nine came around. But speaking of beefs during that altercation, let's talk about my boy Chief Keith. Because now all this shit is coming the same. Listen, Chicago niggas is built different. All right. Uh six nine made that diss. Which Chief so Keith. I'm let's before you get on that. Like how was he pick like I understand the Trippy Red and him diss. Uh uh-huh. because they was working together and then Trippy Red was like, Hey, we don't fuck with rap, we don't fuck with uh rapists. Right. And that's I understand that beef. Like but was he just picking he's just randomly trolling he had people backing him up so he just randomly trolled okay. like he had trolled um you know him and yg had got into it and this is i'm pretty sure they got into it because yg said something about how he do shit what you mean you know because yg is big on his gangster shit oh okay gotcha let me see if i can get back to the uh get back to the post of yg so he just like randomly was trolling people and it had got real big with chicago because like he had went like he went on allegedly old block and stood out there and it was supposed to be like two o- ten o'clock in after in the evening looking for chief keith and but people was like nah it was like two three o'clock in the morning when he went so he wasn't really like out there but you know he he dished chief keith chief keith was on the next flight out there okay he was on the next flight out there and that's the day he got he ended up getting shot and so uh six nine you know of course they asked six nine because they, it was a known beef and uh he was just like you know, you know he's into it with a lot of people you know he, he may have gotten into it with some people and they caught up with him so but the fact that six nine put money on his head and chief key said i'm gonna make it easy for you i'm on my way out there it's like yo these niggas from chicago is like built different like it was just like that story back in the day where uh the dude from chicago had got shot and instead of going to the hospital the nigga went home and the family found him laying in the bed asleep and woke him up and after they seen blood and shit and then took him to the hospital i was just like these niggas is wild they wild man so but yeah so then uh back to the actual breakdown of it when things did like hit the fan and you know six nine had got arrested and shit when they went to his house he still had the fucking book bag from, from the, the robbery yeah from the first robbery and i'm like dude you was just asking why did he have the book bag because that's where they all was at they was the when when everything happened but it was at his mama house right which kind of was like fucked up like you living a good life and your mama's still in the hood i didn't understand that yeah i mean yeah because he did when he did like the little documentary he still like had access to the house and like showing like his old room and shit so that i don't think his mom and them ever moved out of where they were staying i guess like uh biggie small said caught a crib same number same hood is all good <laughs> <laughs> you too young, you too young. 
No, I know, definitely know that. I just don't agree with it. You too young, but uh, but yeah. So when he got locked up, uh, I think the first time he had got in, well, not the first time, but he was. I don't know how it ended up happening, but he ended up like taking advantage of like Make a Wish Foundation and start like going to hospitals and shit to show. Yeah, cause that he had he was trying to uh show a different persona yeah. of himself. So uh, I can't but he was like passing out money, like hey kids, <laughs> like somebody order. 6'9 I'm here so I, I just felt like that was kind of like a, a fucked up move but I mean I get it you yeah, cornball yeah you know what I'm saying breaking off into like close to <laughs> to like the biggest biggest part of the documentary is when he got indicted so when they arrested him alright they arrested him on November 18th he went into full cooperation <laughs> November 19th I'm surprised it took that long <laughs> And again, keep in mind, it's just the days. It's not counting the actual hours. So it's not even. He could have got locked up at 11 by midnight. Hey, I'm ready exactly. to talk. Exactly. Like, hey, listen, you might as well go get two 90 minute tapes, player, because I got a lot to talk about. But I was just like, damn, oh, uh, uh, some hours, bro. Like, you couldn't even, like, try to thug it out. Like, he just said, no, hey. why would he? He why said, would hey, he? let's line them up. Who y'all want? <laughs> Let's get it. But I don't think like the original Treyway got any time or anything. No, it was Shada. It was the Doom Harve. Yeah, cause it said, cause it said they said that they was watch the feds has been watching uh Nine Trey for years and they used the internet to get get the case get the because they own it the case. I don't get that y'all thugs yeah on the they internet. was posting and that's why i keep telling people man stop posting your business online because they watching that's just like the girl in belleville that got arrested and had like twenty six thousand dollars worth of stolen clothing in her house and she was like on facebook every day showing off her clothes and running that boutique and you know they jammed her ass up so stop posting everything on Facebook, especially if you're doing something illegal. Stop fucking posting it for the internet to see. Gosh. So let me see here. So yeah, the driver stench, like I said. But during all of this, in the height of his career, his real dad came into the play and said, hey, you know, he, he was on the fucking documentary. Like he was like, hey man, I want to get a piece of this action too. So apparently the real dad was homeless. It looked like. Cause he was, yeah, he was. So he was locked up majority of, uh, so if you go, if at the beginning of the so documentary, dirty. I'm glad you said that that just sparked it. Yeah. At mind. the beginning of the documentary, uh, it kind of talks about his life as, his how he grew up or whatever mm-hmm. and his dad obviously wanted his life because his dad was locked up right um but according to the dad uh he this, was locked up with six nine stepfather right stepfather got out before the dad and he sent the stepfather to uh look out for and give him a message and give him a message and somehow the stepfather and the mom got together and they know somehow the message was never delivered the only thing that was delivered was that dick Okay. Okay. (laughs) And so six nine was real close to stepfather, and then I guess it was the day the stepfather, because stepfather got killed. Mm -hmm. The day that he got killed, six nine was supposed to go to the store with him, and he didn't, and he got shot on his way back or to the store. One of the one of the other. Right. So then fast forward, here this dad come. He out of jail. Lord knows how long he been out. Whatever. He ain't go try to find his kid or nothing none of these he didn't he didn't come up until he got the opportunity to get on because he was at the press conference at the at the uh at the trial trial. getting him some fame get him some fame i don't know what he thought he was gonna come out of that and then he was in the documentary because like you said at the beginning the documentary is six nine does not do like any kind of interview in this documentary he has no part of this documentary it's just literally clips and then talking to like people who was willing to participate in yeah like the group he was with before he went to jail that they his got into it with mama uh his baby mama uh the, the original trey ray the the lady and the man that kind of started it who was trying to start the record label right before shoddy got in there uh those people yeah and the daddy that popped up and i was just like if you don't get your ass babe like father like son hey man listen so 
after watching the the series, how do you feel about Six Nine? He's still a trash ass nigga to me. <laughs> it don't change. I mean, it explains, but you already get who he was from watching his interactions on the internet, and right. like I get, I can understand he wasn't. He knew what was going on with the crimes and shit, mm-hmm. but he just wasn't hands on. He was just the I'm act like I'm involved in this to get you the know. Cloud to get this persona that i'm gangster right but i feel like if you're gonna you want to fake it nigga fake it till you make it you you know what i'm saying but because him and shada they fell out so when all this came out why would he think that he was gonna take that bullet for him you know they fell out because shada was moving crazy like he moved oh yeah he, he was moving like a nigga. yeah so he they was he didn't like the fact he didn't have full control over Six Nine's like business his side. business side. So, so he because Six Nine was signed to some another man. He went to Six Nine was supposed to meet with this man. Shot and then went and shot up the restaurant that the dude was at. Right, and that's when Six Nine had cut ties officially and that's and when you see him everybody. on instagram saying he don't have he don't have a manager he don't have a pa pr he don't got none of that because right. he had fired out of him because of that shooting that happened and then that's when everything spiraled out of control and the racketeering case and all this other stuff popped up absolutely and i i feel like at that point it's less like yo you know what i'm saying like i get you know like six nine he he got in over his head at that point and that's why he broke away from him and it was just you know that for a shot if you're trying to do business and run a business it's other ways you could have took rather than you know throwing a chair at a motherfucker and all this extra shit but i mean hey man it didn't work out for neither one of them um only person that came out in the end was six nine he used everybody on his on his rise to fame and left them where they was at yeah yeah he I, did. I honestly feel like with the first dude even if y'all wasn't gonna be cool again you know you owe him that money right you owe him you should just give him the money and be like we ain't gotta be cool but you know right is right i'm gonna give you your money and you know what i'm saying and i honestly feel like if he was would have stayed with the first trade right he probably been way better off than where the fuck he was at no i think he would because i mean i mean they still was all on the same shit right so I, I feel like the second one is what really was able to heighten his his career as far as like gaining that attention that he was looking for you know what i'm saying because you got the muscle you know what i'm saying like they not saying that they didn't have the muscle or whatever but that first the the auntie and the nephew they just looked at like people in the hood they had they they click of people who they hung around and yeah with some you know what I'm saying some thugs in there and you know what I'm saying some real shooters and shit but at the end of the day man they just look like cool laid back people you know what I'm saying so I don't think they would have been on that crazy shit like it was with shot aside but I mean and what's so funny this nigga was straight gangster on on love and hip-hop and shit like he signed Alexis Sky to to the treyway who shot he was on love Alexis Sky was on love and hip-hop New York uh-huh. like the last season and it like it she was on there and it showed her getting into her music career and all that and she had like scenes with her meeting with shada he was the manager oh really and then like the trial and shit came and it was time out her trying to figure out what that meant for her record deal i'm mm-hmm. like ain't no deal bitch like, <laughs> <laughs> he going to jail like, yo what, wait, what about me well, yeah he literally was i'm like so you doing all this shit you on tv like and he was on the run the whole time that's what they said he was on the run the whole time all the time he was posting and uh when he where they go overseas um it was it was a nice little scenery which i thought was a little suspect of these there's on the beach and shit these two men on the beach and shit together you know what i'm saying but it was a dope scenery man like it was all green and shit i was like okay all in all i mean it was a good it was a good documentary how did he get overseas with a passport and you you on the run how did you... I'm pretty sure they was on a private plane. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they was going through like Delta or nothing like Bowell or something. You know what I'm saying? They don't do Bowell. He was sitting in first class. Allegedly. That's yeah. what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, ain't nothing wrong with with flying regular. You know what I'm saying? Remy Ma and Papoose did it. You know what I'm saying? And they, they was comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Feet up, knock the fuck out comfortable. So hey. stop, stop doing shit for the internet okay you know because six nine got out of jail he's still trolling he was trolling little dirk when von died mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, you ain't learned to quit messing with these Chicago niggas? He ain't gonna learn until a bullet hit him. He's not gonna learn. Yeah, pretty much. Because you ain't got the protection that you used to have. Well, I mean, now he got... He got, like, paid. Yeah, now he got armed motherfuckers. You ain't got crash outs that's that's ready to crash out for you. Now you got motherfuckers that be like, ah, you just paying me, player. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's different. Because I that's what I think they was, man. I think, I think they was crash outs, for real. Like, he, he used y'all to get... Y'all was a pawn in his whole grand scheme of things. And, you know, it worked out for him. Now y'all in jail. And, you know, he out here. I don't even think he on house arrest no more. It's like, like even when they had, cause they came at the driver in which this how I know y'all not really about. They ain't really gangs so like they say. They was gun at the driver and they like, he still after all that happened and he's, the driver was, he was also on a documentary. He, he came on and said he snitched or whatever. He was still driving when he got out and they would like rent his services. He picked up multiples and they would ask him why he snitched. And he was like, like that ain't what I, no, I'm a driver. No, like y'all, so <laughs> y'all was paying his service to sit and ask him why. Like, but y'all part of this game. Like, I don't get it. Man, man, listen, we'll see, man. We'll see what's going on. Cause I, I don't. At this point, do you think his career is done? What music has he had out that went crazy when he came out? Since he been out, every song that he put out. Oh well. But I think that's because it was the hype of 6ix9ine being out. So now the question is... What are you doing now? Now that the hype is over of him being out, now it's like... Are you able to? Because I've seen like people when they when like when Blas posting it's like we tired of we tired of him we like it's it gonna get tired of, like it's gonna get tired. Right. It definitely have. You, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? That's people why we're tired of your antics. Yeah, that's why I don't really I don't really pay attention to it no more. Cause and he actually lost followers of no that's never mind that was Lil Pump I think that lost followers for endorsing Trump. But I I feel like at this point six nine did exactly what he was supposed to do. In the beginning, he got out. Everybody was excited to hear about him. He was the story. And he took advantage. He dropped multiple songs. Uh, he dropped some merchandise. All that to build up that revenue to where now it's like, okay, your hype is running down. So now it's going to really be, what is your your music? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you going to do musically now Then when you actually, you know, now that you actually have to get everybody's attention again, what what is that to come? Like, like, you think his run is over now? I thought it was over when he started. I don't I don't like his music. I'm not a fan. So maybe I'm not the right person to ask, but I definitely think the his trolling is not getting him where it used to get him. People are now like, oh, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah, because his, his album actually flopped. And uh, he ain't made a post since September 11th. Right, and he tried to get something going when he tried to do get something going when King Von died and was trolling Dirk on the internet. And yeah, the blocks picked it up, but they ain't really talk much about it. Cause right. it's like, dude, somebody died. Like, yeah, I mean, at this point, I, I feel like it, it's over, but I will say this. Uh, he just gonna get Nicki Minaj to do a song with him again. Cause she's stupid. Is she stupid or is she smart? Because I feel like with six, with Nicki Minaj, that's kind of helping her out too because she was kind of like the bad girl of of the industry too after the whole Cardi B situation. So I feel like it was only right that she collaborate with Six Nine. Yeah, another. Uh, she's another motherfucker who used people like she used Meg. Do that song with Meg to pop persona. See, I do like the new girls. You know, yeah. she's trying to use uh mulatto too. Of course, she gonna use mulatto. You know, That's all so. she do. She don't. She don't fuck about y'all. So I mean, shit. We'll see, man. We will see what's next to come from Six Nine. And you know, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up. Uh, I am your boy Spud, and I'm Amazing J. Peace out.